0: I think it's kind of interesting because I'm, I'm talking to more and more people about these sort of things, about anxiety and depression. And and it's I, I've never made a secret of it that I, I deal with both. I've been dealing with both for quite some time um, to the extent that I, I'm medicated. Um, I'm not ashamed to admit that. And then I also do some self-medication, uh, whether it's uh, Fruity Pebbles or, or edibles, you know?
1: What yeah, it do? But, yeah. Um,
0: Welcome back to another episode of Badass Mofo. This is our second official episode. I am your host David Walker, and I'm Sean O'Wallo. and we're here to talk about Badass Mofo stuff. Do we do we need to uh, give people a quick reminder of what the show's about since this is only the second episode? Or yeah, we just-
1: you know, let, 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 let's re- let's remind the people what it's about. So All right, you you go. So you know, one badass mofo is going to be our mantra. You're going to hear this from us at the top of of, of every episode. We believe everyone has the potential to be a badass mofo. You know that 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 that's always been our belief. We think that a badass mofo is just exactly what it says. It's someone that is whether they're male, female, black, white, Asian, uh, green, whatever. That they are just someone that moves the meter. Uh, of society in their own way, as a leader, as someone that just cuts their own path, a trailblazer, if you will. And so, uh, yeah, welcome to 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 badass mofo. From our standpoint, um, you know, we're talking about subjects that are near and dear to our heart uh, from different worlds, some of the worlds that we're involved in—comics, movies, music—and um, then things that we're we're not involved in, but just the world as as, as David Walker sees it. Uh, And then Sean Wallow sometimes sees it. it.
0: (laughs) What's Oh, so are we going to have our, are we going to be airing our grievances? Is that what (laughs) you're getting at? That's, that's season two. Okay. (laughs) Like we'll build up the, like the camaraderie in season one and everyone will be like, oh, they get along and then we can start like a stupid little argument at the end of season one. And that can be like the season cliffhanger. cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that's then true. they're like, "Oh, what are are the cousins still going to be? Are they still going to be family? Because for those of you who don't know, Sean and I are cousins, like actual real cousins too. Not like that, you know. Yo, that's my cousin. No, we're actually re- related by blood. And um, and this show is really, as much as anything, it's it's an extension of our our friendship because, in addition to being related, we also happen to be um, really good friends. And 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 this has grown from what decades of, of silly conversations and some of them are serious conversations too, and um, and so now we just decide to we're like um, exhibitionists. That's how I'm feeling right now. Like we're just running down the street naked, going, "Look at us! Look at us!" Yeah, that's a good way that, to look at it. Is that a little too uh, little too that's, extreme. That, that might be a bit a bit much. Um, okay, well, yeah. I'm the one running down the street naked, screaming, "Look at me!" And <laughs> you're the one shaking your head, going. Oh, my God. My cousin's lost his mind.
1: Right now, I don't know that I'm running uh, anywhere outside. Uh, but if I was going to run around naked, it would just be naked but still a mask, I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> Which I guess brings us to, to today's subject matter. Um, you know, like <laughs> running why, don't naked you, why don't you tee it up for us? Uh, you know,
0: it's, it, we, were, we started to have a conversation just the other day. And then I said, hey, why don't we um, table this? Until uh, we're ready to record an episode. And it was it's really just about um, mental health, you know, in the, in the time of Rona, in the time of this pandemic. Um, I don't know about you, but I find myself not only worrying about people um, more than I normally would worry about, but I also find myself worrying about people in ways that I wouldn't normally worry about them specifically, if that makes sense. Right. Um, And, and, and one of the things that I I really keep coming back to, and I talk about quite a bit with my friends is just mental health, how they're doing from an emotional standpoint. And, um, you know, and I thought it might be kind of interesting for us to like chop it up a little bit about that, just because, um, like, I really think that this is a major thing, you know, for everybody. So, you know, how are your mentals doing right now, man?
1: Yeah. Um. I'm just fine, everything's great. <laughs> I have no problems whatsoever um and 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 everything's awesome you know and, and and we're gonna come out of this uh uh better than new and 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 America's gonna be stronger than ever. There, okay like that yeah. like that answer yeah um you, no. you said
0: so convincingly
1: too yeah <laughs> you know I, I, I listen, I think that that's the answer that we are all hearing out there that we keep repeating to ourselves in our mind, which is not necessarily a bad thing. um, But the reality is that at some point during the day or the hour or the minute, I think for everybody, um, there's real doubt that creeps in. I mean, will we really be okay? Will the economy really bounce back? I mean, there's, there's part of me yeah, And then this is where the anxiety really starts. There's part of me that sort of really does believe in that, um, sort of that Illuminati type of, of scenario without it really being the Illuminati, where it's really what it really is. It's just a bunch of really ridiculously rich people. And, and how they see this versus how we see it uh, sometimes causes me anxiety, right? Like when I when I hear that, uh, you know, there's billionaires that are hanging out on their hundred million dollar yachts in the middle of of Europe. I, they're they're, they're going to be better off than I am, right? I mean, they are. I right? like like there's a big difference between having enough money to sit on your own floating world for a year if you wanted to, and and what the normal man and woman is going through. The longer this goes on, so. Um, yeah, it does. It drives me crazy because I always feel like there is, there is this, there is the way we see things, and sort of the regular working man and working gal, and then there's a bunch of like one percenters that are running around, like thinking right now, like, oh yeah, uh, they're all fucked. <laughs> like, like I know, I know what we're saying and everything, but yeah, if you don't, if you don't got a billion dollars right now, yeah, you're, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's it's, it's
0: like you know um you, you mentioned something about the anxiety that sets in i think it's kind of interesting because i'm i'm talking to more and more people about these sort of things about anxiety and depression and and it's i i've never made a secret of it that i i deal with both i've been dealing with both for quite some time um to the extent that i am medicated um, i'm not ashamed to admit that and then i also do some self medication uh whether it's uh fruity pebbles or or edibles, you know, but but it's interesting because like you're, you know, you're not a, A, you're not the person who's been ever really prone to depression or anxiety in, in that sort of traditional everyday sense of it. Um, but, uh, but we've talked a little bit more about it, but also the other thing too, is that you're like, like I, I, I'm the guy who just said I'd run down the street naked and you're the one who's like, yeah, but I'd wear a mask. Right. (laughs) So that's kind of the difference in how we live our lives out there. But you know, as for you, Sean, personally, um, you know, and I'm asking you to open up a little bit as someone who, who doesn't really deal with this stuff, um, as much on a day to day, how, how are you adjusting to it? Are you feeling the depression? Are you feeling the anxiety more? Is your, is your mental mind state
1: changing? Yeah. Um, and it's hard to it's hard to fight it. Right. And, and, and you know, but but there's no doubt, you know, you, you wake up every day and uh, you sort of go about your your business. But what I find is as the week drags on by by Thursday or Friday, I'm pretty hard to live with with with, with my family. I'm very irritable. I want everyone to leave me alone. The, the least little thing that shouldn't like set me off and aggravate me, aggravates me. And so I become more conscious, um, as the weeks go, have gone on to just sort of voice that like, yeah, I kind of need everyone to give me space today. It's been, it's been, you know, four or five days of us all seeing each other and being each other's face and, and just need a break. And I think we all sort of need a break from from each other in that, in that realm. Um, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's. It's interesting. Because um, I don't know how well, I, know how well I, I am dealing with it. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not ready to jump off a bridge. Um, but yeah, I, I am definitely more susceptible to sort of going down these rabbit holes, and those rabbit holes are pretty extreme. I start thinking about like well, are we really coming out of this thing? Is Hollywood really done for? If I really start thinking about, like, from a common sense standpoint, you know, how many years is it really going to take for, you know, for everyone to get back on track and production to do what it needs to do? And and can it... Re- and, and I'll go down that rabbit hole for about 45 minutes with no resolution. Uh, other than I just stop it because I'm like, yeah, it's not healthy and it's not... There's nothing I can do, you know? So. And it's, it's interesting because that's,
0: sort of, that's a sort of rabbit hole that I have a tendency to go down no matter what, yeah. right? It's, it's why I've got a sleep disorder. It's why, you know, I'm, um, I, I joke around, but it's kind of serious why I have some of the nuttiness where it's just like one thought leads to another thought leads to another thought. And then suddenly you're spiraling out of control. And, and interestingly enough, I haven't had it as much as I would have thought the last, you know, what, two months or so. Maybe – and I theorize it maybe just because I have it so much anyway. It's right. sort of like this shit was like the pandemic was like. Well, you know, you gotta take a number and get in line, yo. You know, it's like, yeah. um, and I, I, I've definitely had moments like some major freakouts, but not as bad as as some people I've talked to have experienced. Um, and and but I do I worry about. You know, and I think everybody's worried about some of the stuff, even though we don't talk about it, that you know well, just from the day to day anxiety, I mean I had issues of like, well, how am I going to pay rent before this happened you know yeah. and 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 I think that one of the things that we that we really need to be talking about more openly is um is the mental health toll that this pandemic is going to take, because I think at the end of the day it, it no matter how many people um become infected, you know, even those that, that get through it versus those who, who, who die from it. Like I honestly think the mental health toll is going to be the single greatest toll because yeah. so many other things, whether it's your finances, your economics, um, you know, people losing loved ones and not being able to go to the funeral. Yeah. You know, not being able yeah. to grieve properly. Um and and then we're also grieving like in some regards it sounds really stupid and ridiculous, but it's like, like every Wednesday rolls around and I, and I, I don't get to go to the comic book store. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, that's a petty little thing, but what it is is you're grieving part of the routine of your day to day life or your week to week life. Some of which is, is gone away and you know, is going to be gone away for a long time. some Right. Like right. Um, it's like, I, I don't know the next time I'm going to, go to a movie theater, you know, <laughs> right? I mean.
1: Or, or 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 a comic convention. Yep. Uh, or a sporting event. Yeah, it's interesting because, yeah. um, you know, the NFL is going to try to come back on time, and, and I've been a season ticket holder in the past for the L.A. team. And so they sent me a big thing today about, like, getting tickets. And there was a disclaimer, like, the season might not start on time. But when I was looking at, like, the seat plan, I was like, yeah, like, I – I know this is like three to four months away, but I just don't see myself in September, like going to a a stadium with like a hundred thousand other people on a Sunday morning. I, I just I I don't I don't know that that's where we're gonna be at. And so I'm like, yeah. How can you sell these seats, ma'am? Because these seats are not taking social distancing in in mind. These are the this is the old way of thinking where you were like we're building this hundred million dollar stadium near LAX and we need to monetize it. So every nook and cranny is going to be a seat that someone can buy and watch a football game or, or, or a concert. And I'm like, yeah, you know, like, I don't think that, that, I don't think that world exists for, for a while. Yeah. I mean, I was also, I was thinking about it. You, you mentioned
0: comic conventions and you know, for both of us, comic conventions have been a a huge part of our lives. I mean, we, went to our first convention when we were like 10 years old. Um, but for me, from a business standpoint, I, I do probably 10 to 15 conventions a year. Yeah. And like even us getting to hang out in, in, in person, a right. lot of that is based on um, me taking trips down to California and, you know, making a stop off for two days to a week to, to spend with you and the family. And it's like, oh, like that's gone. You know, it's like I, I don't miss not going to San Diego this year. I really right. don't. What I miss is I'm not going to get to see you. I'm not going to get to hang out with Bj and Andrea, who who I stay with when I'm down there. Right. I'm not. You know, it's 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 that disruption, and then I start, man. I start getting fucked up, sad. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the interesting thing. So, I want to get your opinion on this. So, uh, Comic Con announced yesterday that they're going to do some sort of virtual conference uh, before the end of the summer uh, I assume because there's a couple of of, of of trains of thought and I'm actually involved in another one uh, for, for the television industry um, that I participate in every year and that one's gone virtual and so I'm part of the planning committee for that and so I, I have to assume that what you're talking about here is doing some sessions and some panels and you know virtually getting cast members of TV shows to to you know, weigh in from their houses if we're all still quarantined, um, much like a lot of the content you've been seeing out there. Yeah. So the question is, this is now going to be something that everyone has access to, where there is not this, this long line to wait in. Do we think that changes things at all in the future when things do come back online? Or are some people are gonna be like, hey, you know, I don't feel like waiting in line anymore. I don't feel like the hassle of Of going there, and and, you know, like, like I actually, I prefer, I preferred the virtual. I mean, do we do we get so used to to this virtual thing that um, that sometimes events like that, you're just like, and I, it's the same thing with sporting events where I go, yeah, I love sports. It's insane to me that I have no desire to set foot in a building and watch a live football game. I was like, no, I'll be good just watching it on TV if it comes back, and that's going to be for a while, maybe for a long while, as in years and years.
0: Yeah, I think about some of this stuff because it's it's um you know some of this was for me personally was building up before the pandemic, you know. Right. I I was not going to the movies in the theater as much as I used to. I mean, I used to I mean, my job was as a film critic. I was in a movie theater sometimes four or five times a week, you know. Now it's like well before the pandemic it was it was very rare and now it's like yeah, like surprisingly if you had told me 10 years ago there's going to be a time where you can't even go into a movie theater because they're all going to be shut down. I'd have been like, what?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, there's this, there's this weird adjustment thing. And, and you're talking about, you know, virtual conferences and virtual panels. And and I think some of that is going to become more the norm. And, and I'm fine with that. I would rather, you know, if I'm going to be on a panel uh, participate on one, whether it's, dealing with comics or education or any of the other stuff I'm talking about on a regular basis. I mean, I'm gonna be going back to teaching in the fall. I'm gonna be teaching online. Um, You know, you sort of adjust and adapt, but it's also, I was reading a a piece about this just the other day about this sort of disconnect that's happening for some people, because we're all on whether it's Zoom or Skype or Google Hangout or House Party or, you know, FaceTime. There's all these different apps and so we're you know we're having these these video conversations and conferences and chats um and and in some ways it's really cool but then in other ways it kind of reminds you that like you're alone you know it's like it's one thing for us to be doing this you're in LA i'm in portland right this makes sense but i got to do this with my shit my friends who live like fucking five blocks down the street right you know and it's like right. you can almost stand on the corner and wave at them, yeah yeah, yeah. And, and be like yo what's up over there oh you know what let's get on the computer it's easier we don't have to shout yeah and that like that's one of the things that's really messing with with me personally and i think it's probably messing with a lot of people i think it's feeding into the depression you know you know how many folks have grandmothers or aunties in you know, maybe in a nursing home or or someplace like that, that they just can't even go in to see them, you know? And, and this is like, again, this is the mental health toll that this is going to be taking. And, and, you know, I just don't know. I I don't know how to deal with it. You know, I also don't know what this has to do with pop
1: culture. (laughs) Right. So, you know, well, it's all, it's, you know, it's all connected if you're not mentally healthy, you know? Yeah.
0: Are you doing um, anything to to keep your mental straight? What are you uh, What are you doing?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's. Uh, it, I think I'm a little more fortunate than a lot of people in that it, work has not completely died down for me. So a lot of time, my my Monday through Friday is actually populated with a lot of various calls, um, some for commercial production stuff. Um, a decent amount even for for to media just trying to get stuff going and and um, some of the stuff that i'm going to be bringing you in on next week that i was dealing with last week that i <laughs> scared you you know and talking to like marios and and agents and trying to get stuff lined up um, I, I miss ma- talking to marios for, for anyone listening
0: by the way marios is our lawyer yeah and our awesome lawyer he's he he's he's great and and i i, I never I, thought i would what's up I told him we're going to have him on eventually. Okay. okay awesome he can either talk about surfing or food
1: i'm sure yes or both yeah but yeah you know i uh, like I, I honestly there's nothing groundbreaking that I'm doing. I wake up and i think i do what everyone else does i i i do some work and then when i'm not working i Talk to the family a little bit, and then I veg out playing, you know, video games and, and trying to watch uh, stuff on Netflix. I mean, you know, I, 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 it's it's insane the amount of TV shows and things that I have watched that I had no intention of watching, didn't know existed, or I mean, like, um, you know, yeah, it's 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 wild. Um, but that's yeah, to me, that's that's about it. I mean, you know, it's. It's interesting, though, because, um, you know, this is just a random thought, but sort of a bit of that insider, um, you know, inside business, you know, that you and I are a part of dealing with all the, you know, de- from Comic-Con to, to, to me going to MEFYC stuff, is that one of the things I think is totally done for a, I actually think it'll, it'll never come back, is right is the selfie dude like not, yeah. the selfie, <laughs> not the selfie you take with yourself that, no, that's not, with like, other people yes like like the celebrity selfie that you have at the fycs or a red carpet event or a comic-con when people run it. you know oh yeah let me take a selfie with you know I think that's done I, I do I think that I, I I don't think that's coming back I know That celebrities are definitely gonna be like, I'm not gonna walk a red carpet and just have some random fans, you know, like, who knows? (laughs) I just think it's done. I was, it's, it's fun. It's funny because I had this weird moment the other day where I'm like scrolling through my cell phone and looking at all like my celebrity, you know, selfies, whether it's people I worked with when we were shooting stuff and at the end of the shoot, like, hey, buddy, let's say, you know, or, or, you know, red carpet events is like, yes, let me, let me enjoy my, my, Hall of Fame of meaningless celebrity photos, <laughs> 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 acting like we're buddy-buddy when we didn't know each other two minutes ago, <laughs> like it's done. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's
0: interesting that you, you bring that up because about two, three weeks ago, I was out for a walk and I ran into a, an old friend of mine from college who, uh, you know, I see somewhat regularly, but not that often, maybe three, four times a year, I'll run into him. So we just, he happened to be out for a walk. I was out for a walk. We ran into each other. And I had actually thought about this whole selfie thing, right? Because yeah. I, I love to take pictures with people that I know, not necessarily strangers, but, you know, I'm always pestering you. I'm like, yo, let's take a picture together. And then, I, you know, like a five-year-old, take these, make these ridiculous faces. But so I, I ran into this friend of mine and I was like, oh, shit, we can't really do this, right? And so I was like, let's see how this works. So I was, you know, trying to take a selfie with him, like, eight feet back, right? But, but, but like your, your smartphone doesn't have a lens that can factor in for that depth of focus. Right. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, this shit's over. And, and then I thought about it in terms of the, the convention scene, not just comic conventions, but conventions in general, whether it's comics or they have pro wrestling ones, they have star Wars ones. And so much of that is predicated on the celebrity photo op. Yes. And it's like, right. Like, there's an economy behind that. I mean, right. you get you get some cast member from you know Battlestar Galactica getting paid twenty thousand bucks to show up at a convention for the weekend, um, and then all these people are paying money to have their picture taken with with said cast member.
1: Like that's gone, right? And it's like, yeah, like wow. Yep. Yeah. No, good point. I mean, I, I you know I guess when we get around to you know the the red carpet premiere for Bitter Root, the the picture will be like. I'm six feet away from you, from Sanford. Ryan, <laughs> you're six feet away. Like, it'll be like, I need the widest lens to take a group photo of everyone involved in, in making that movie happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show up in like some sort of scuba outfit. As right. Well. That, that way I can like hug people.
0: That's right. right. Good idea. I'm going to do the same. Yes. Yes, we'll have, we could have custom-made scuba outfits that look like tuxedos. Right. That's going to be the thing, right? So.
1: Yes, <laughs> David and I are safe to hug. We're safe. Yes. <laughs> Coming close, everybody.
0: Oh, man. Well, yeah. I'm glad we had a chance to talk about this. And I, and I know we'll, we'll talk about it some more. But, yeah, I, I you know, like I said at the top of the show, I, you in particular happen to be one of those people that I, I, I'm worried about because, you know, I'll call you up and be like, man, I'm so depressed. And, you, and you're like,
1: yeah, That's sorry, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what the fuck to do for you man uh, go get a burrito you know I mean, it's like and then i'm like is he is he okay he's, he's he seems to be all right but um he's not surfing i know he's not out surfing today he's yeah he, yeah they're so. stuck,
1: stuck in the house
0: and i and oh, I think that this is something everyone really needs to talk about you know whether it's with your friends or family or in some cases i think even complete strangers man because yeah. So many of us are going through this in, in one capacity or another, and when people talk about, oh, we're all in this together, like, that's really what we're all in together. It's not right. the fact that we're all, oh, yeah, we're stuck in at home. It's like a lot of the same fears, a lot of the same concerns, a lot of the, you know – um I think self-delusion that's going on too, you know, it's like, Oh, I can't wait to see black widow in the theater. Yeah. No, I'm not going to go see that in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to see the new bond movie in the theater. I, I was disappointed enough in the last
1: one. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to stay
0: home and watch it. I watch it at all. So <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I, I I hear you. I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go see Tenet in the theater. I mean, I it really looks like something I want to see, but I mean, what will have to, I think we talked about this first, and what'll have to happen is I'll have to go to the theater and ask them that day, like, how many tickets have you sold for this show? And if they say, like, five tickets, then I'm in. <laughs> but like, you sold 15 tickets, so doesn't it doesn't ask too much. I'm, 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 I'll, I'll come back at midnight and see if in the midnight show you only have one person there. Or if maybe if you have, like, a 4 a.m. in the morning show where I know I'm going to be the only one in there, then I'll proceed it. With, you can just Go into the theater and hit,
0: pl- hit the play button whenever you want to go in. And yeah, right, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's crazy, man. So well, all right, well, I, I, th- I think we should be wrapping this one up, but you know, I just, I want to thank you for taking the time. Cause um, you know, we both have stuff that we, that we absolutely have to do, even though some of it we're not getting paid for. and And it's great just to chop it up with you. And, um, and I hope that everybody had a good time listening and, and we've got some more exciting stuff coming up. Do,
1: do we want to hint at what's coming up? No, let's keep them. Ge- <laughs> let's keep them guessing. All right. So, yeah, yeah, but we have a lot of badass mofos out there and, and we appreciate y'all and listen, the most badass mofo thing you can do right now. Is to make sure that you're talking to somebody, um, and that and that you're not holding yourself off and feeling alone, because that that's the worst thing you can do. So, be a badass and, and make sure that you are talking to people and that you are sharing your feelings the way we did today, uh, so that we can, so that we truly can all get through this together.
0: Thank you. I couldn't have said it better myself. All right, all right, everybody, peace,
1: peace.